Hi everybody, and this is Bina007 back with another 10-minute spoiler-free movie review from the BFI London Film Festival 2015. And tonight I'm talking about a searing, difficult film called Beasts of No Nation, which is directed by Kari Fukunaga, who brought you season one of True Detective and also the recent adaptation of Jane Eyre. It's a movie that is set in a fictional African country and depicts a young boy called Agu, played brilliantly by the newly found actor Abraham Atta, an 11-year-old boy who lives in a village with a wonderful, caring, very Christian family that's caught up in a war zone between a corrupt government and rebel factions. He watches his family taken away from him and killed and runs into the bush where he is found by the rebel faction leader, a charismatic man called the Commandant, played by Idris Elba, known to many of us as Stringer Bell from The Wire, and most recently as Nelson Mandela in Long Walk to Freedom. And I have to say it's quite weird. The last time we saw Idris Elba with this sort of all-purpose, brilliant African accent on screen was playing this very warm, peaceful man. And now we see him as this incredibly charismatic, but ultimately very evil man. It's incredible to me that he's able to still make us like him and sympathize with him, even though we see him effectively taking these children, making them feel special, arming them, getting them high on drugs, sexually abusing them, and putting them to commit the most awful crimes, revving them up. I mean, there's a scene about halfway through this movie where Idris Elba's character, the commandant, is taking a, a small village and he's trying to raise the morale of his troops and, and, and whip them up into a frenzy for battle. And it's absolutely magnetic seeing how he does this. And you can just imagine how small kids who have been absolutely abandoned, battered, have nothing else to believe in, given drugs, would utterly follow this guy into battle. And of course, just as Idris Elba gives a really charismatic performance, taking us through the highs of this commandant who, when he later on in the films feel he's being betrayed and becomes almost like a, a loner misfit and feeling as imprisoned as the young kids because he's like, what do I do now? Do I stop fighting? Do I turn myself in and serve, you know, time for being a war criminal? This is a performance that really takes you on a journey. But what's even more impressive is, as I said before, this young kid, Abraham Atta, who has been discovered to act in this film and really is quite astounding when we first meet him. I mean, actually, the first 20 minutes of this film is really funny because he's just this, like, prankster. He's just, you know, laughing, doing all the kind of stupid, crazy, silly stuff that young kids do. And we have to see that, right? We have to know what has been lost. We have to see innocence before it's removed. And then you sort of go with this character through his journey of becoming a child soldier. And then you see him trying to struggle with what he has done. And I think that Beasts of No Nation may be one of the very rare films where a voiceover narration is, is useful and affecting. Because every time he's doing something horrific, having been raised by this very Christian mother, he's he's talking to God and saying, are you seeing this? Do you agree with this? Is this what I'm meant to be doing? And we go through this small kid and see just the light turned out of his eyes and him become almost suicidal at the despair of what is going to end this war? Who are we even fighting for now? And 
Even if this war is over, how do I go back to becoming a kid? He's very aware, this young boy, that he has become an old man in his experience. And he almost pities adults who try to talk to him about it, as if to say, you may look like an adult, but you're just a child. How could you possibly understand the journey that I've been on? So overall, this is a very important, very affecting film. This is probably a career best performance for Idris Elba. I think the young boy, Abraham Atta, deserves an Oscar. I mean, his performance is absolutely fantastic. But actually, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on behind the lens. And I think that Carrie Fukunaga, as a director, started off actually as a cinematographer. And you can really see that in how he photographs Africa and the vivid colours of the bush, the red dirt, the red soil. Um, it's just stunning. And there's a scene where he depicts what it must be like for these kids when they're high on drugs where he uses incredibly saturated colours. So he turns the green bush cerise pink, which might sound crazy, but it's really powerful and impressive. And he just has a visual eye that's fantastic. So there were just small shots of insects and things that just really proved to me that this is a director who has the eye of a cinematographer, which he evidently does. And the reason why I want to highlight this is that the talking point about Beasts of No Nation, the first talking point is that it's doing incredibly well on the festival circuit. Everyone's talking about this film. The second talking point is that it was funded by Netflix. And I'm a bit mixed about this because on the one hand, I'm really impressed that a company like Netflix would put serious money into funding a feature film. That is difficult. I mean, this is a difficult gritty, gnarly movie. That's not an obvious sell. So kudos to them for having the faith to put the money into making this. But what saddens me is, is that they're going to give it a very short cinematic release and then put it on their service on demand. And that to me means that the majority, the vast majority of people who are going to see this film are going to do so on a TV screen at best and probably on an iPad or a laptop on the way to work. And that saddens me because this is a deeply, intensely visual film. And I think that it is epic in its scope and it deserves to be seen on a big screen and actually with a good audio system because it's got an amazing soundtrack. So I would urge you, even if you are a Netflix subscriber and if this film sounds like it appeals to you, if you can get to a cinema when it's on cinematic release, please do try and make the effort because it's a long watch, it deserves a big screen and it will repay your effort. So with that, uh, two enthusiastic thumbs up for Beasts of No Nation. I think it's a powerful film and it really deserves to be seen. If you, however, watch it on a big or a small screen and agree or disagree with my take, please feel free to leave a comment on the blog at beina007.com. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Everybody move! Here comes the commando! What is this thing doing here? It's just a boy. A boy? A boy is nothing. A boy is harmless. Does a boy have two eyes to see? Two eyes, sir! A boy has hands to strangle and fingers to pull triggers. Why are you saying a boy is nothing? Eh? A boy is very, very dangerous. You understand me? Very dangerous. You understand? Yes, sir! Huh? Yes, sir! Beasts of No Nation has a running time of 136 minutes, but believe me, it does not drag. The BBFC has given it a rating of 15 for strong bloody violence, strong language and drug use. And I'd go further and say there's a lot of implied and partly shown sexual violence. So give it a wide berth if you're sensitive to that.
The movie played the Venice, Telluride, Toronto and London Film Festivals 2015, where it's had a fantastic reception. It goes on very limited cinematic release and is also simultaneously available on demand on Netflix on October 16th. But as I said before, I really urge you to see it on a big screen if you can get to one. It will also play the Tokyo Film Festival on October 24th. Thank you for listening. Thank <laughs> you.